Welcome, folks, to episode 75 of The Morgue, an official Course Feed podcast. And I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me always on this trip is my main man, Tex, Mr. Nick Valdez. What's up, man? How you doing? Uh, howdy, everybody. Uh, it's it's the summer, and like uh, like we've been saying every episode leading up until now, like there's a lot going on, right? Like uh, Yeah. Dude, it's just a lot of content. And like like this is like pretty much our halfway through summer show, right? We yeah. we watched a lot of shit that, that we haven't even like like talked about on the show. There's a lot of content being thrown out. There's a shitload of trailers we're going to talk about in a, in, in a little bit. But uh text like, you know, that they um are releasing content. It's what we wanted last year. But, yes, you know, yes. the content sometimes falls short. You know, um, I, I, it's funny, just I was on Rotten Tomatoes just a while ago, just, you know, scrolling through shit. And a lot of the these movies that were held back are just yes. like, you know, on splat, you know, just rotten scores. The only one that's a 91, I don't know how still, is Quiet Place 2. Um, uh, but everything's, well, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like we talked about in Quiet Place 2, right? Like, it's, it's a theatrical experience. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, I, I don't blame them for getting swept up in that. Cause it's like, for some people, that was their first movie out. You yeah. Know? And it's like, true. It's true. But shit, man. Like, I'm, you know what though? Like, I'll, I'll just leave that one alone because, uh, <laughs> yeah. Cause we'll get into it again. But like, the theatrical it, experience was pretty dope. So I, yeah. I can't really knock it. And, um, but we have, but a shitload that of curve, yeah that that curve is going away is basically what you're saying like yes that, yes that, that hype of like oh i'm in the theater yes. again is going away it's going now. away yes and, and now we're getting better shit um yes we're getting better content the stuff on streaming is getting a whole lot better as we'll talk about later on in the show the stuff coming out in the theaters the new stuff not the stuff that was held back from last year but the releases that were supposed to be for this year so some of it looks interesting we have a shitload of fucking just brand new trailers that just dropped in the last couple of weeks yes the the first of which is uh adam's family too like uh so we i don't know if Adam's family actually made it to the show because it might have been one of the dark episodes that we did. What it that might have ended up in the graveyard. Um, but, uh, <laughs> no, maybe. I, but I think we definitely spoken about it. If I, not, by, sh- if not by itself, we definitely brought it up before, especially when we spoke about uh, that Wednesday show, right? Um, no, that's insane. That yeah, uh, <laughs> that might have been the dark episode. But you know, what? Uh, but yeah, like we both like Adam's family, that animated one, like. And the second one, it, it, it's that it's that classic dad trying to reconnect with his kids kind of thing. So he takes them on a trip. You know, it's your yeah. it's your it's your RV. It's your vacation. It's your like yeah. You know, but now yeah. now it's Adam's family. So it's I don't know. Cool. When- like um, honestly, um, when I first I saw a trailer a while back when it first uh, debuted online, you know, I was like, all right, whatever. You know, it, it's like a cop out, like a Hotel Transylvania three, which they go on vacation and shit as well. And right. I was like, oh. It's kind of like a cop up but then i saw it again today a little while ago and um it looks cool like it reminds me a lot of the show where they kind of go out in the world you know what i mean um and also like um in the movies as well you know like they they go out in the world so it's cool just to see them you know bring their fucking weirdness you know to every location so that's what i'm kind of excited about i'm kind of digging that whole voodoo doll gimmick i think that's going to be pretty fucking funny um, yeah, because the best fun. part of the first one was when they were dealing with the the town, right? They were yeah. dealing with like the exactly the with that suburb. Yeah, with the weird versus quote unquote normie stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so we're getting yeah. more of that on a bigger scale, and that looks fun. Uh, and yeah, and that Wednesday show is moving along. Like I, I think the the actual Wednesday got cast like a while back, and you know, cross yeah, your fingers uh, that turns out well, right? Uh, Latin um, actress, right? 
as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I forgot forget what her, her name, name was. Yeah, but, but you know, uh, I, she's done stuff before, oh, though. Yeah, she was the girl in um, Killer Queen, Babysitter Killer Queen. Oh, she was the yeah, new that's one. right. Totally. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So listen, I'm down. You know, cool. Yeah, kudos uh, to her. Cross your fingers that turns out well, right? Yeah, like, absolutely, man. Um, I'm hoping that turns out well for her. Um, and I mean, for the, the land community, it'd be dope to finally, you know, get some fucking play in there especially when it comes to adam's family i'd, I'd be pretty yo nice. word uh, I'll take it. speaking of speaking across your fingers uh we have some we have a batch of weird movies coming up uh that are like so first is dune which is i don't know what you thought of the original one i i've seen it but original also, what I'm are not- you what are you talking about like dude is like like i, I listen right. like Right. I've yes. heard about it. I've stayed away from it. I've seen the book. I know my uh a good buddy of mine, his his dad was a huge fan of the original like of the book series and shit like that. He's like right. totally like into that like that whole sci-fi shit. I, so I, I I never really had any opinion on Dune. I just know it's about spices. <laughs> yeah, and South Park kind of ruined that with yeah. the whole like <laughs> the spice melange, you know. <laughs> and that's kind of what I feel about this new trailer, right? Where it's like it looks cool, it, but at the same time, yeah, I have no, I have no connection to like, any of it. It looks doper than I thought it would look. I thought it would have a very, just very earthy tone, like right. monotone, like kind of yeah. block kind of shits. But it looks kind of cool. You have a lot of cool sci-fi shit going on. Uh, Batista looks cool. So um, I might just the watch cast it. Just looks cool. Right? Yeah, the cast looks. Everyone looks dope. Yeah, everyone looks dope. Yeah, um, that, that I, whole blue eye, the blue yeah. eye effect thing, like that looks neat. Listen, you know? it, it looks neat. It's uh, Villeneuve, right? Yes, um, yes. So it should have some kind of quality behind it. It looks like it's going to be fucking long as fuck, though. Um, yeah. It looks really long. Um, it reminds me of the time when I first saw like Stargate, you know, it has that same kind of vibe to it. Like, I don't yes. know. I still don't know what the fuck is going on in Stargate, but it was cool. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's the like, same it's, shit over it's here. One of those, it's one of those saga movies, right? Or it's yeah. like, you know, like those old biblical type shits where you're like, oh, I'm going to sit here yeah. for like four hours. And yeah, watch this shit, dude, you know, you know, it, you know <laughs> it, you know it. It looks long. It looks good, though. Um, right. I'm, I'm yeah. hoping it's not one of those. Oh, we're going to fucking branch this out to like two, three movies kind of shit, because that'd be stupid. I look I would rather, like we've talked about in the past, I would rather take one four-hour movie than like two two-hour ones, or yeah. you know what I mean, like two and a half-hour yeah, ones, d- or just whatever. Just give me you know? your whole fucking point. You know, just get to the point. Uh, give me your story. You know, uh, give me everything you got. Don't fucking yeah. drag me along. It's already, like you already gave me a long fucking movie. You want me to sit through another long fucking movie? Yes, you know? dude. Fuck that. And, I'm and good it, off that. Yeah, and it's HBO Max, so uh, like yeah. they've already so, they've already released four and a half hour movies so, so listen like, you know that it, all in itself like might help my viewership of that because i'm like oh, okay yeah, cool yeah. i can watch it you know at home take a little break every once in a I'm, while you yeah, know i'm not gonna watch it in theaters um, are you kidding me no it, the spectacle kind of attracts me to it just as like a moviegoer but like that runtime i gotta see that runtime if it's really long i'm like no i'm good <laughs> i will definitely that's what see it is, that though, right like, on my big ass tv here oh i'm good <laughs> dude like it might be 90 minutes but the trailer makes it look like it's long and fucking dude, it boring, looks right very like, long-winded <laughs> it looks very <laughs> long-winded like it looks like the whole like oh my god that's so boring you know you know yeah. um, like in titanic right like the whole movie like three quarters of the movie is fucking boring trash until the boat starts sinking right so yeah it's like it's like it looks like trash until you get to that battle at the end maybe you know yeah like it's i i remember titanic is uh we had the the two like the two tape vhs so yeah, you would always, I remember those. You'd always just, yeah, you would always just start part two because part two is right after they hit the iceberg. Yes, exactly. So it's like, oh, okay. Like, this is the good part of the movie. Like, you know, exactly. What I mean? uh, uh, moving on with, uh, moving on with uh, VOD releases. So, Dude's coming to HBO Max as well. VOD, we have the new Neil Blomkamp one, surprisingly. 
you know, because it's an oh, yeah? IFC film. Yeah, so it's it's coming to theaters and VOD. So that's a score another one for us. Yes, demonic, right? Yes, we were talking about this before, where it's like, oh, cool, demonic demons. Okay, Neil Blomkamp, let's see what you got. But now it's like a sci-fi twist on demons, where it's like she's going to like this virtual reality yeah. space. I told I you, know, like, what you thinking? Uh, it felt like a lawnmower man kind of thing, you know, um, <laughs> right. where they have that virtual shit going on. Again, I'm glad that Carly Pope is alive, so that's good. Um, yeah, like, you know. But, like, again, <laughs> I saw the trailer a little while ago before we actually went on air, and um, it it's still like, what's going on? You know, like, I, I, I don't know what's going on, you know? Like, I'm, I want to see the demon, because I know he does really good, like, a creature design and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that demon's so, probably going to look cool. I'm yeah. kind of excited about that. I'm kind of excited that you told me it's a VOD, so that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> because this seems gonna, like yeah. a, a movie I'll just pop in at like, you know, one in the morning kind of shit and, yes, and, and just kind of watch it. Because like, also, um, it doesn't seem like it'll be too long. I'm hoping uh, he sticks within, you know, that uh, 90 minute, you know, 100 minute kind of mark, maybe. Right. <laughs> because yeah, it's he, just, he does make some really long movies, too. Yeah, it, that's what we've uh, we've talked about this last time too we were talking about our summer movie preview go check out that one um he's got a catalog where like he's got one good movie and several other movies that are like that aren't well it's like people want to say they're better than they are i feel like you know because because it's like he because district nine was good like district nine was so good you want to say that exactly you want to be like oh elysium and chappie were good too exactly we've definitely said this before like um (laughs) i know i've also mentioned before that i personally think that his big comeback was going to be that Alien movie, dude. That Alien yeah. sequel. Because he had Sigourney Weaver on board. He had Michael Behine on board. He Heck, I think he even had the studios kind of half on board he, at, the, at that time. He basically time. had the studio until James you know? Cameron. Or no, not until not Ridley James Scott Cameron. was Ridley like, Scott you know what? Like, I'm going to make Prometheus. And I'm like, fuck, man. Yeah, Ridley you know, Scott like, was like, oh, I want my and, movie back. And, yeah, and, yeah. And the fucked up part about that is that you could have had both. <laughs> we could have, we could have had really both. had both because Prometheus and Alien Covenant, all that shit, like that dealt with. That was way before Ripley. That was way before the Nostromo and all that stuff. Like you know, we could have had both, dude. Because um, because yeah. Bloom Camp sequel was gonna be a direct sequel to Aliens uh, to James Cameron awesome action masterpiece like yes yeah, so now now he's now he's doing demonic yeah district, district 10 or whatever you know what? it's gonna be called and like oh that's right he's uh, doing, oh listen i think it's time for him to kind of suck it up and uh you know just latch onto a franchise or something like you know like reboot something you know like i i think he might need that it's uh yeah because We've spoken how like a lot of people come from this original horror background and then they do like a franchise thing and it kind of bombs, you know, like with Blair Witch and shit with Adam Wingard, right? And with, um, you know, uh, King of Monsters. So maybe he needs like an already established kind of story, an established universe. So that, that way he can just kind of flex his cinematic eye instead of just his creativity, you know. You know what I mean? Yeah, because with Demonic, we'll be seeing his take on horror anyway. Right. Yeah. Because he's done like it's been sci fi for him before. And, you know, and the new alien R.I.P., we would have seen his take on sci fi horror with that. So now now with this again, that remember that that alien was you already were going into this established world, though, you know, so kind of that work that groundwork was already there for him and he had a good story to tell in that universe it's different from creating this entire universe and telling a story within that you gotta fill in all the all those fucking details but this world of aliens was already there he's like shit man this is already there you know what would be an awesome story if ripley came back and did this with uh you know with bayon blah 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 and then that was the fruition of that, you know, probably how it happened. But, like, I'm concerned. It, it Demonic doesn't look that good. It kind of... I mean, there's a reason it's in theaters and VOD. Yeah, it kind time, of so. looks like a, like, uh, I think I mentioned this before, with Lawnmower Man, it also has that concept of the cell, um, that J-Lo movie, mm-hmm. um, where, mm-hmm. like, you go into somebody else's consciousness, and the mother, I think, in this movie, according to the trailer... Apparently, mother, her mother, the protagonist's mother, went into some crazy, like, homicidal killing spree and, um, and went, like, and started cutting herself up. So they want to know why. So she has to go into the mother's head. So I'm like, oh, this is 
like to sell. So listen, if it's short, cool. I'm definitely going to dig it and like I give it a chance. But like if it's long, I'm going to be very worried about it because. Yeah, because. Yeah, uh, I don't want but, any of that fucking hoopla. Yeah, what I think like ultimately you're saying is like if this doesn't work out, they're going to stop betting on his original ideas, basically. Like he's, he's going to stop betting on his original ideas already. Yeah, like if Chappie, like he made Chappie and still gets to do things, like come but, on. But like, this is why it's IFC, you know, midnight, you know. Yeah. So like it's I, small IFC budget. Takes his chances. Yeah, yeah it's, it's small true. budget, and like they, they were like, "Fuck it, it's Neil Bloomkamp." You know, we have some extra change over here. We can give him for this movie. You're Let's right. See what's up? You know, speaking of that, but on the other end of the spectrum, where it's like one, this other director creator got a huge budget and like a huge pushing. Uh, so so James Wan, his newest fran like I don't want to say franchise is not a franchise yet, but you know it will be uh, his newest I creation. Hope, malignant. Maybe hopefully not. I mean, who knows? Like yeah, exactly. Like, like again, this is another one that like it, it definitely fucking looks like a James Wan movie. Like it, I blinked it and I thought does. Yeah, yes. I blinked and I thought I was like. Like looking at a scene in Conjuring or like Insidious because he has that like yeah. like that dark bluish hue tone to it stuff. Yes, you know? if it, uh, if they if Malignant was called like Insidious, what they already did they do four already? Like if it would have been yes, like, yeah, they did four. I want to say like I was like if it would have been like Insidious five, no one would have blinked an eye. Is basically what we're saying here. Like you know uh, what, dude, I, I, I would be down with that. Imagine him coming back for an Insidious movie. Fuck it, sign me up. I'm down. Yeah, like so, Malignant, but then we get this uh, shit. Yeah, Malignant is our first like look at what this thing actually is, and it's the same thing where it's like um, it, it's the devil, and like this woman sees people as they're killed. But then it's like, it's her, you know, it's the devil that's been following her since she was a kid. And that all looks fine. But like you said, it it also seems like a James Wan experience, right? Like it's, it's more of the same, but also it could be good more of the same. I yes. guess if that makes any sense, right? Like No, no, it it makes perfect sense. Uh, This second trailer that came out um, was a little bit more impressive than the first one. Did we get did we get one from Malignant before? I've yeah. never seen it yeah, before. Th- yeah, that was one like a teaser trailer or something, but I know oh, one wow. recently so came out I, again. I comp- yeah, yeah, I completely forgot that one then. Like, or or so, so I think. No, Yeah, like I think this one was better than you, the first trailer. Well, it's the Maybe. first one to me. And like, uh, well, regardless yeah. of which, the movie... Um, <laughs> Listen, regardless of which, uh, the movie, it looks very James Wan-ish. Um, I want to hope like uh, that this can be good. I know he's had this script for a long time. I know he's had it for like even before Insidious. Um, yeah. And, like, and before this is Saw, what he, I think, as well. This is what, uh, this is probably part of the deal for him doing Aquaman, right? Yeah. Like, he was like, he was probably like, look, I'll do your Aquaman 1 and 2, but you give me the money for this WB. Which, and they were like, so, okay. So, speaking of that, actually, I read, um, uh, a, a quick little interesting article about that. So Aquaman 2 is in production now, right? He was saying how um, he usually doesn't do three movies in a franchise. Like, it's always just, like, two oh, at most yeah. because he does one, but if he has another interesting, like, story to tell, he'll do another. But after that, he's, like, done. That makes sense. Yeah. He's and, done that before. Like, yeah, you with know, Conjuring, he's, he's, Conjuring, yes. Insidious. But uh, this one, it's... I don't know, man. It's... Um, I'm hoping it's good. It looks good in terms of like quality of production, but again, it's yeah. like you said, you know, they gave him a budget. So Yeah, Warner Brothers is like, look, you can have this for doing Aquaman one and two. Like that was again two text? Then again two? HBO Max, baby. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like it all comes <laughs> back to that. Like the the common thread between like Dune demonic and malignant is that we'll get to see them at home like we don't have to go to the theater for to yeah. take that risk like to take that l you know <laughs> like, <laughs> listen and, and it's a big fat l i know you guys out there 
some of you guys out there, I'm not speaking of everyone, are probably just killing us because of it. It's like, oh, you guys got to go to the movies to watch stuff. But it's like, listen, it takes time. You know, it's time and effort and just fucking money now, dude. I'm already subscribed to HBO Max, right? And, right. and, and if I can carve out a couple hours here at home in the middle of the night, I'll do that and watch the movie, you know? Instead of yeah. having to go to the movie theater, yes. you know, and, and, and pay for the concessions. I'm not complaining about the ticket price because, as you guys know, I'm an A-list member from AMC. So it's not that. It's like the concessions. The fucking popcorn costs $10. The soda costs $10. Yeah. You have to sit, you have to sit like, next to all these fucking mouth – fucking – fucking mouth breathers and shit it's like yeah, come on, like, like good, you know i i agree like i love the movies of course you know <laughs> like if if a movie is only in theaters we're gonna go check it out you know uh we'll, we'll talk about that next time but um like i've gotten used to over this year i've gotten used to being able to see these new movies at home you know and like i i like the option I think yeah, that's what agreed. it is, right? Like, yeah, I, I like having I the option of being able to just watch it at home and yet be a part of the conversation, right? Like, I the same thing with Malignant. I don't have to take the 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 twenty dollar fat L if it's a bad movie, you yeah. know. Like, <laughs> I can, but you know, we, true. like we said, true. we're going to talk about this next time when we're taking more fat L's. But um, oh my god, yeah, we'll 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 definitely I'm so talk scared. about that. We'll definitely talk about that later. We'll definitely talk about that later. But like, because of streaming, we, you and I, have been able to cat like uh, sneak in some other movies that we wouldn't have been able, like, we wouldn't have gone to the theater for. Like, it's true. Uh, I saw, I saw Space Jam: A New Legacy on HBO Max, and like that. There you go. It, it would have been a fat L in the theater for me, but like at home, <laughs> at home, I'm like, oh yeah, it's fine. Like it's a fine movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like and then you saw what a boss baby like boss baby boss two, baby right? two. No, honestly though, I I, I probably would have still gone to the theater. The kids wanted to watch it. So. Yeah. Yeah, of you course. know that's the you responsibility of a father. It, it, it was a cool little story, though. Like it was, um, yeah. <laughs> dude. Like legit, though. Like it was, it was wild because I, I didn't expect the boss baby two, but um, the story is th- thirty years after the first one. So they're oh, all okay. grown up and shit, right? And then they have to turn into babies to uh, do some kind of mission. It was cool. Yeah. See, yeah, it was Boss Baby too. But yeah, but exactly. Yeah, it, like, it there's options Peacock, to see it at home. You know? Dude, it, it was on Peacock, and, I, and I'm already subscribed to Peacock because of WWE, right? So yeah. I'm like, look at this free movie over here. My kids wanted to watch it. They're like, yay! Dad, let's exactly. watch, let's watch it. See, I'm like, yeah, let's fucking watch it. And I feel like I feel like watching those movies in the comfort of our homes, we were more lenient on it, right? Like, Way more lenient on it. Yeah, because, like, Boss Baby 2, it was probably, like, some wild shit in there. And you were like, oh. yeah, that's fine. It, Space Jam. It's understatement. <laughs> yeah, like, Space Jam 2, there's tons of wild shit in there. Like, if you looked online when that shit came out, people were, like, dogging on it. But me, I'm like, yeah, it was fine. Like, you know, like. Also, Space Jam. Like, like yeah, the first one wasn't an Oscar are... winner either. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> it's, it's the common thread between both of those, right? Where it's like, what did you expect? But at the same time, like, hey. They were streaming. We checked it out, and there you go. Like, and it, you know, now it leads into one of the like, right? The first, um, yes. And, and this, uh, and that streaming conversation like flows right into our d- double feature for the day. Um, uh, we're talking all about Marvel, man. Um, and I'm excited to talk about this, man. We're co- we're covering Black Widow, and we're covering Loki today. Um, yes. And I'm stoked about it. Both options, again, available in the comfort of your own home. Disney Premier Access. Uh, it was worth the 30 bucks. I didn't mind spending it because I saw it with my wife. I saw it with my kids. It, we all had fun. It was yeah, great. Yeah, that's, that's way over $30 right there oh, that dude, you would have spent. Just, just you and your wife alone. You and your wife alone would have been like $20 already, 30 already, dude, right? It, like, it, like tickets alone like would have been – at least fifty to sixty dollars, man. God, I, yep. Yeah, dude, even, like, come on, man. <laughs> like, if people thought it'd be cheaper after the pandemic, uh-uh. People want to recuperate some money, you know. So yes, yes. Uh, well, yeah. Speaking of recuperating fucking costs, right? Like, uh, yeah. so <laughs> Big time. Black Widow. Black Widow is the first like. Full Marvel movie, uh, after, post like in this pandemic. I uh, I know I keep wanting to say post pandemic, but it's not. We got this Delta one coming, but um, shit ain't you know, done yet, folks. Shit ain't done yet. Keep but this the is masks fr- on and clean your hands. <laughs> this is what like the first real Phase Four movie. I think um, right. Like 
Unless, like, because... No, I think this is, um, well, like, I think it's still part of the old stuff, like, because it's not yet part of the new phase, is it? I, I don't think yeah, it's part of the new that's phase. What I'm because, saying, like, like, because it's tying loose end, you know? Right, but it's, it's okay, so... Uh, it's like Falcon and Winter Soldier, you know what I mean? Speaking of all that, the pandemic changed the schedule. So, like, Black Widow was supposed to come out before these shows. Yeah, big time. And... That's why, like, one of the characters, Val, gets introduced in Winter Soldier, but, the, like, her little end credit scene in fucking Black Widow was supposed to be her first introduction. We were supposed to see her yeah. and be like, oh, who's this lady? You know, uh, we, we were supposed to be like, oh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, who's this? You know, well, who's she doing in this yeah. shit? But, but it makes like, sense, though. Like, honestly, like, we've we've spoken about this before. It makes sense the way... The timeline worked in terms of the show releases. Um, right. Like it's fine seeing her at the end of Winter Soldier come out and recruit, um, you know, a U.S. agent. You know, it was cool seeing her come out, you know, at the end of Black Widow to recruit to try and recruit Yelena, right? So uh, because obviously we need a new Black Widow. Um, but yeah, yeah, because yeah, uh, uh, speaking of all that, just jumping into it, yeah, like we we've already done spoiled everything, so like. Same thing, if you're not all caught up with this Marvel stuff, uh, please do, and then come back and listen to us, uh, or just listen to us now. Get a, Oh, yeah, it's going to get wild yeah. a little later, so you, you guys yeah. d- definitely want to catch up. But, um, yeah, because now Marvel's back in full swing. Like, this is, like, with Black Widow, they're like, oh, here we go. Like, we're, Black Widow and Loki were like, okay, here's one coming next month, and then in September, and then, like, at the end of the year, and then it's never stopping ever again. But, <laughs> so... Black Widow goes back in time, takes place in between uh, Civil War and Infinity War, which was a period we wanted to see. We've talked about that before, right? Yep. Where we wanted to see that period of time. We didn't exactly get that period of time. No, I wish we would have gotten it. Um, like, we got a period of time that was kind of irrelevant, honestly. Um, yeah, ultimately. Yeah, yeah it, that, it was ultimately irrelevant. Yeah, it was cool to... Um, it was more, I guess, to introduce uh, Florence Pugh's character, who's going to become, you know, the, the new Black Widow over time. Like, it wasn't a story I wanted to, to see, honestly. Like, it, it, it was cool. It w- I'm not saying it was a bad movie. It was a good movie. It was decent. Um, but, yeah, yeah. But like the story the- that I wanted to see um, about Black Widow was definitely not this one. I wanted to see something a bit more relevant. As we mentioned, some gaps in time where we're like, what was she doing with Rogers at that time? Or what happened? Her time between the blip. Yes, so, yes. because she's all distraught, like, and we see her, like, in um, an Endgame, all kind of disheveled and kind of just living and, and you know, in Avengers headquarters, but, you know, meet some, you know, the, the fuck you been up to, you know, but we, yeah. we, we got a, yeah, we got a story about how she was, um, she was raised pretty much, uh, we had a good story, like, within the, the entire family thing about the origin of the Red Room and how she came about as being a Black Widow and all that stuff, that, that, that was a cool story that honestly, like, I kind of wanted them to focus more on that, and, and I wish they would have made that into a more, uh, serious kind of thing, because the whole story is very, is very mature, you know? Yeah, like there's there's a lot of weird like there's a lot of weird tonal things, right? Like, cause it, like you start out the movie with like this cool like spy movie type origin, right? Where it's like she's like the the little girl, like from our perspective, this little young Natasha who's played by Mila Jovovich and Paula W S Anderson's daughter, which is wild, right? Like here we Good go for them too, Ben. Yo, word like second generation action heroine over here, like Resident you know. Evil, Resident Evil. 10, here we go, right? Dude, yeah, like, <laughs> as an aside, Mila Jovovich doesn't get nearly enough credit for, like, how much shit she's done, you know Word. what I mean? Like, yeah, she's done, like, a lot of, like, hokey shit and all these franchises and all that, but, like, she's put in the work, right? Like, she's done it. Listen, she's Lilu. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, word. And so, um, but, yeah, like, we get this spy movie stuff that it's, like, revealed that it was actually part of, like, a Russian spy mission in general where they were all implanted there as a family and that plays into the rest of the movie you know with her dynamic with her not sister Yelena who played by Florence Pugh 
who steals the movie because it's like she kind of has to steal the movie, right? Where yeah. it's like because we've already know, we know how Black Widow's story ends, and we know she like <laughs> she she did, and this is Scarlett Johansson's send off, you know, which which sucks because I know how much you like you can't really count it against the movie, but you also can't ignore it either right the fact that like it's been so long yeah and and the fact that she's dead too like it like it sucks because like i said it was a good movie but it wasn't the story i tell like this is okay in the grand scheme of things to put things in perspective if this was a franchise this would be the origin story you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and yes. then we would get a part two, which would probably be the ones that, that would fill in those gaps that we wanted to see. But it's so it. We said this before, though, Tex. It's so late in the game, though, that it's yeah. like, come on, man. Like, you should have did this when when Wonder Woman struck gold in the box office. That's yeah. That's what like. It, it, it sucks because that's what I'm trying to grapple with, right? Because it's like, how much do you count that against the movie? Where it's like you. But it, to me, the whole time, I was like, I wish we got this before. Yeah. You know, like the whole – and they pointed out in the movie, you know, Yelena's like, why didn't you or the Avengers try and, like, figure out this Red Room shit, you know? And and then I'm like, yeah, why didn't we – like, why didn't we see the yeah, Red Room before? This sounds like, why like hasn't it's, this been – It's like an international fucking kidnapping, like, ring over here. And you know all yeah, and all of that part of the movie was great, right? Like the red room stuff is yeah, great. Um, the family dynamic, the force family dynamic is great. The like the whole like the villain is great because of that because he's such a fucking slime ball. Oh yeah, he's know? such like, a fucking scumbag, bro. And he's like the he's probably the scummiest like MCU villain too because he gets to be like he gets to be like super misogynistic and like you know he yeah. even says lines he even he says lines fuck, like. Dude. Yeah, he even says lines like, oh, the world's most uh, overflowing resource for me to use, girls. And I'm girls, like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, you know, people th- throw them out like on the street like trash. I pick them up. I recycle them. Yeah. Like, it's, like, yeah, it's- he was he was a dirtbag. He was a dirtbag. That's what I'm saying. Like, so that story was a bit more mature. Um, and they, I guess, it didn't want to dive too deep into it, um, yes. which honestly then- is, is a mistake because – like all throughout the history of the MCU, we keep getting little snippets of Black Widow's past and how her past was all fucked up and how she has, you know, like a kill list this long. And like, I'm like, okay, but like, cool, show us, you know, yes, We're show here us for that. that Black Widow, right? You know? like, show us the show us the widow who put the red in her ledger. Like that, dude, that's the whole thing, right? Show us La Femme Nikita shit. You know what I mean? Like, dude, <laughs> come on, like, like. Haywire shit, you know, with like Carano yes. and stuff like that. Like, show us those ops. You know what I mean? Like, show us the Black Widow missions. Like, that's what we can. You owe that to us, but like, yeah. not not now. We yeah, like, and it, yes, it, it, it sucks, and and it sucks because like, besides the Hulk, she's pretty much you know the only like OG Avenger that didn't get you know a fucking movie back then. Dude. And, and the Hulk yeah. had two, and and the Hulk had like two iterations before that. And you know what sucks even more in this one is that they keep mentioning like this other mission that she had in Budapest with uh, with Hawkeye. Yeah, and then they keep they keep mentioning all these other things she did. Like they do that some more. Like going back to what you're saying, that they keep saying she did all this stuff, but we don't get to see any of it, right? Like we, yeah, because exactly. Because it sucks because, you know, this is part of the MCU machine that has to keep moving forward. But it's like they clearly wanted to tell this story about Black Widow's past. But it's like, you know, now it not only is it too little too late, it's also like they don't get enough time to, like, explore that. Because at the same time, you're also having to build up Yelena. You're also having to establish all this extra shit. You also need to have the giant set pieces of, like, the fucking red room in the sky. And, like, it it sucks because it's, like, all of that seems so different from the good shit we get. Where it's, like, yeah. the like the scene of them sitting on the table. The fucking, the dialogue yeah, scene good. where 
Yeah, where she, where, where Natasha and Natasha, like, and Yelena were talking about the, the, like the vest with pockets. Like, it's, yeah, <laughs> like you get, you get so much good shit like that, but then like you get so much like Marvel stuff that like, kind of like, oh man, where it's like, yeah, like they wanted to, you can tell the story was a definitely smaller scale, but then because yeah. it's Marvel, they wanted to. Make it bigger. Like, honestly, the Red Room didn't have to be in the sky. <laughs> he didn't have you know, to be in the it sky. It could have been a fancy mansion or something, you know, like in, like, you know, in somewhere in Europe, you know? Yeah, like, like it fucking, didn't have to yes, be, it, yes. it didn't have to be in the sky. Like, I get you want to do this crazy sequence with them, you know, skydiving and all this shit. But, like, again, it's a smaller story. It's uh, Like you were saying, like, awesome moments between, you know, like, all the characters. Um, When Jelena and her are talking about her posing, like, every time she's, like, she's a poser so she's every time she falls it's always like a a different pose and that was good and David Harbour was good in the movie he just kind of was this um, I don't know he was just a fun character he was like oh my girls you guys killed so many people I'm so proud of you guys (laughs) that's that's all weird too right because like I I feel like he was underutilized so like I hope I hope Red Guardian like because it's like we never get the whole Captain America closure thing yeah, because you know, the whole t- the whole time he's talking about how he fought Captain America and all this stuff, how he's his rival. But like the, they they also mentioned that the timing doesn't line up, right? Like his, <laughs> Captain America would have been frozen when he was active. Yeah, you know? but then then like he gets to fight Taskmaster, and like Taskmaster like clones all of the moves. So like, but he. Like Taskmaster uses like Black Panther moves instead, and I'm like, why didn't it just use Captain America moves? Like, why didn't yeah. like? That's what I'm saying. It's it's little stuff like that where it's like you get you get these fun characters, you get these really well performed characters, really well written characters, but then you you balance that out with the action scenes that don't like seem like in a different movie, right? Like you like yep, they seem Agreed. like they're part of this whole other experience, especially when you get into that fucking final act. You get the whole intense red room conversation where he's like, "You can't hit me because of my pheromones," and he's like, whisk- like he's like talking in her ear about how he's gonna do weird shit to her and shit like that." Yeah, and then like. You know, and she breaks her own nose, which is cool as shit. But then, like after that, it all starts blowing up, and then they start skydiving, and and then yeah, like, it's very Marvel, like you said, yeah, yeah. And the villain doesn't get killed by the widows, which I thought he was. You know, like I thought the widows were gonna like snap out of it and then fucking like stab him or some he, shit. You he, know what I mean? Like, Should have wait. What did they do with him? Oh, that's right. He, he blew bl- up. He right? blows up in the plane. Yeah, like, that's right. Oh man, yeah, he should definitely gotten got big time. I thought. I thought that's what the widows were gonna like when the widows all fucking are freed. I thought they were gonna like at least kick his ass or something. You know what kick I mean? Kick his ass, like, sea bass. <laughs> but and that scene was good too. That scene where um you know the widows were beating the shit out of Scarlett Johansson. Oh yeah, yeah, that like, was dope. When it's human stuff, yeah, that it stuff works. works. Right, it works yeah. like, exactly. Like again, like all this stuff happens inside so you don't need this grandiose scene of a uh like a space station looking thing in the sky you know right like because all the good shit happens inside <laughs> like <laughs> it, it really does like everything that's good in this movie happens inside yeah you do have some cool, uh, <laughs> chase scenes and shit like that but the, that happens in the city streets um right. but that's cool though that that is fine for action like jason Bourne type action in a spy yeah, movie. It's, you know that's, yes. that's regular spy action shit you know, but I definitely agree the the whole Marvel side of things um, unfortunately took over and kind of sprinkled too much of its essence everywhere in the movie for you to really appreciate the actual movie itself, which is, the you know, as, as you said, the human movie, you know, like where people yes. are there when 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 there's people involved. And as we mentioned earlier, it's it is a shame that it's happening now because I kind of want to see some more. I want to see some more Red Guardian. I want to see some more of them kind of not doing like missions together because it won't happen, but just having them as side characters in their adventures of the new Black Widow or Yelena with Black Widow, you know, with uh, with um, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow doing missions and shit like that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, we're not going to get more. So having this now is kind of like, why are you giving yeah, this to me? You know, you're I, I think that's you hit the nail on the head. It, it feels is. like an, it feels like an origin movie. This feels like a movie we would have gotten in like phase two. 
right? Like, or we should have gotten in like phase two, phase or even phase three, because we got Captain Marvel. Yeah, like in phase three, we got Captain Marvel, and it's like we we couldn't we still didn't have time for like a Black Widow movie, like so that we could have had we could have oh had my part God, two Tech, now. I can't believe you just told right. me that. That that's even more frustrating. How like. On top of that, the Captain Marvel movie was trash in retrospect. And the Grand Scheme yeah, of Things, like, it's, you know, again, it's, another, like, try-hard movie for a strong female character, you know, in yeah, a superhero universe. It, it sucks because you want it, like, I want to be like, oh, well, it's not that bad. But, yeah, no, they bungled that, dude. It, dude they, like, they definitely, like... I saw it recently, again, um, as, as several weeks ago. And it's like, damn, like, it, this sucks, it's hard dude. To, it's hard to get through, dude. Like, because it's, it's clear that they didn't know what what they wanted to do you know yeah. and then like and then brie larson looked like she didn't know what to do either you know yeah like she didn't know like, what character yeah, to be. it's true because she was like should i be like a superman kind of you know arms on my hips kind of thing yeah or, or should, should I, I be, be more like, natural or like she had no yeah. fucking clue Dude, she's an Oscar winner, and it's like you like you do that to her. It is yeah. Oh man, I definitely like, don't blame her entirely. I think direction for sure had a lot to do with it because you have this Carol Danvers character, which is kind of like a Hal Jordan type of of character before she turns it. Well, no, yeah, actually, Captain she's Marvel literally, can, yeah, yeah, Hal Jordan. It, She's a pilot who gets the space powers. Exactly. Yeah. She's exactly like a Green Lantern. With that in mind, though, they wanted to kind of, I think, give Captain Marvel this crazy aura of indestructibility. But, like, they didn't know how to accomplish that. So, and I guess Brie Larson, knowing the outcome of everything, that this character is supposed to be this badass kind of like, you know, invincible kind of character, she she probably was like, oh, maybe I should be more, you know, to the rescue kind of shit. Superman. Yeah. Kind of, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's hard to describe, but you're absolutely right. It's um, It was a travesty um, because you have an Oscar winner there who didn't know exactly what to do with herself. And it's a shame. It's a big shame because it, it, it was good casting. You know? Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. You, and that's that's the one thing that no one could ever say about Marvel stuff is that Marvel stuff is always cast well. You yes, know, agreed. like whenever they find somebody, it's always somebody like like here we go with Black Widow. Like they brought in Florence Pugh, who's also like an Oscar uh nominated person, and you know, from Midsommar, which we've talked about before, go see like don't see that if you like Black Widow. Like, don't, <laughs> if you like Florence Pugh, don't, go see like Little Women instead. But like, yeah. um, but uh, she's good also. Um, in Lady Macbeth. As yes. Well. See, yes. and there you go. But like, they found Florence Pugh to be like this next Black Widow, Jace, and it's like, here we go. Like, there's another fucking star. But that's the thing. Like, it all goes back to what you're saying. That like, unfortunately, if we would have gotten this before. We could, this could have been Black Widow 2 or yeah. even, dude, or even Black Widow 3. And then we yeah. would be like, cool, send Scarlett Johansson off into the, the ether. You know, we yeah. got, by now, Yelena's like the Black Widow. And it's like, okay, we're moving forward, you know. But now, now we're going to see her turn into Black Widow instead of being like, oh, now she's officially taking over. It's like, you know, it's one thing to be like, you know, I don't want to hold it against the movie. But at the same time, I couldn't help but think of that, right? Like, I couldn't help but be like, this is, I wish we got it before. You know? Yeah, like, honestly, that's something I've been kind of wanting since phase one. You know, like, you introduced her in Iron Man 2, right? Which right. is cool. But then, like, it's, it's like I said before, you sprinkle all this kind of historical information about her throughout, you know, all the phases. And you're like, oh, shit, I, I kind of want to see that. Or I kind of want to know what yeah. happened. Like, like I think it wasn't um what was it I like, think in in Avengers when they first kind of team up together th th there's a scene where she is hunting down some people or she's in a mission or something and like goes awry but then she kind of does some action shit and it looked dope and I'm like oh shit I I want more of that that's what I'm saying it's like how do you see her in Avengers and not give her a movie after that right yes like, agree I don't like how do you see what she did in Avengers and like yes. Text, especially, you know how when Loki is there, right? And yeah, and she tricks him, and that whole thing is like, yes, you know, yes, because because he also talks about her ledger, you know, and and you're like, what is she? What is he talking about? How does he know this stuff? 
and we don't, you know? Um, so <laughs> it was the perfect time to do it. I don't know why they didn't do it. I, I think it, it, it was just, I, I just think it, A, it just wasn't part of their plan. And B, they were like, you know, we don't no, have money for that. Like- they were like, no one's going to see a Black Widow movie. And then here we are fucking like 20 years later watching like, you know, wow, wanting, right? wanting to wanting to see more Black Widow, you know, but <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Fucking Nat- Natasha. R.I.P. Yeah, you fucking um, died for Infinity Stone. You know? Yeah, word. And, and, and you know what? And Infinity uh, leading into our next thing, right? And Infinity <laughs> Stones mean nothing. She died for nothing. For speaking, nothing, exactly. Speaking, speaking of Loki and perfect timing of things, and like you know, um, the second of our double features, right, Arturo? The fucking Loki. The fucking yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the show, the Marvel show. That uh, you know was promised to us a while back. We finally got it, and it's the best of the three shows we got. Yes, I was just know? gonna ask you that because, like, I don't know. Going in, I was like, I don't want a Loki show. I was more into like yeah. this Captain America one, right? Like, Same. I was like, I want to see, I want to see uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. But then after this, I was like, Loki was the best one. <laughs> Loki was by far the best one. And you know what, though, he's such a central character that it takes that to continue this Marvel universe. You know what I mean? It needed a a character of that kind of magnitude and impact to really be like, let's set this shit off. Because, like, it could have happened with Wanda, but Wanda was just... A fucking hot mess, you know what I mean? Yeah. So she, she wasn't in had any her mood own to, shit to deal with. Yeah, she yeah. wasn't in any mood to do any of of any fucking like any universe or multiverse kind of like breaking. But like you didn't have that with Winter Soldier either because these characters, you know, they're side characters. You know, they're BC, they're B heroes. Wait, even even. Uh, even Falcon as Captain America, you're, you're still a kind of you're you're a B hero, my man. Yeah, because um, like I I know he's gonna like I want him to lead like whatever new Avengers lineup that, no, that we're gonna which have, which is cool. But, he's gonna be like Marsden in in X Men. He's gonna be that yeah. version of Cyclops where he's this yeah. passive you know dude in the back. <laughs> yeah, and like you know, but that's the Earth stuff. That's the that's the dudes who punch stuff you know yeah, it's not like yeah. a, <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly. like a uh <laughs> exactly it's not loki it's not a god so yeah it, like so <laughs> you needed this character to pop shit off dude and and popped off it did because yeah, word, oh right? my goodness like even just um all right full spoilers uh um, of course yes. for everything so just off the like off the bat in the first episode alone we get a nice little like animated video that it gets to this a tva location about you know the multiverse and and all this stuff and then we get it'd be madness quote unquote if everything starts yes. kind of going awry and i'm like oh my god oh my god <laughs> dr strange too multiverse of madness i'm like here we go here we go i put my fucking seatbelt on and you had me along for the ride marvel i'm back baby i'm back yeah, in the bandwagon like- right now yeah, like the complete total opposite of Black Widow, where it's like I want to see more of Black Widow's past. Like it's like yeah. I want to see more. I want to see more of Phase Two and Three. But with Loki, I'm like I want to see more of Phase Four and Five and Six and whatever. Yes, else you I want to see like, the the future. I want to see what Marvel <laughs> is 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 gonna bring us. And knowing the slate of movies we have coming up, including um, Shang Chi, Eternals, and uh, we get Spider Man as well. Right. Yes. Um, when does Doctor Strange two come out? Early twenty twenty two, right? In March, yeah, I, think I think it is. Ne- right. Yeah, March or May, one of those things. But it like, should have been November. It like should have this been no- year. But this, yes, R.I.P. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, man. It's, a, it's another um, Halloween kill situation. I'm, I'm excited it. about that one now too. It's funny because I wasn't that stoked about Doctor Strange two. I'm like, eh, all right, let's see what happens. But now I'm like, shit. I got to see what's going on in that. But this is what this series did to Marvel. It was definitely an adrenaline shot right in the arm that it needed to kind of kick off this whole thing all over again. Yeah, because it it helped establish like so Loki does a lot of heavy lifting, right? Because it's like not only is it Loki's show where we learn more not about the Loki who died in fucking uh, in Endgame. See, 
going back to Black Widow yeah, yeah. again. Yeah. Even though Loki <laughs> died, we're still like we still get more Loki, right? Like, um, but this is like a new. So he's officially deemed a variant of like yeah. the the Loki in our timeline because he's the Loki who got the who got the fucking. Um, I for, I always blank out in the name, but he got the Infinity Stone, the space one, or the Tesseract. There we go. Yeah, Tesseract. He got the yeah. Tess. Yeah, you because know, we, you know, when we saw that in Endgame, we were like, "How is he supposed to go back in time with that?" But no, so he gets captured by this this force called the TVA, who um, the Time Variance Authority, who explained to him that, like you said in the animated video, because this multiverse shit, because this. Um, these differing timelines, they go and clip all the extra timelines that start popping up on the fucking, what they call what the sacred timeline. Yeah. Right? The sacred like, timeline. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole thing is like, so not only is it a show about Loki figuring himself out, like, you know, becoming a better person you yeah, know, that we, yeah. that, that we eventually, honestly, he's probably, he probably gets more development in this area here than like in, than the actual movies. You know no, I mean? agreed. Like, but like, agreed. But like, again, it's his show, so it, he kind of has yeah, to uh, get, get that development. And and they do a great job of doing both of of developing this character while giving us tons of fucking information about what's coming. Um, yeah. We get a lot of info, and like it, and it doesn't get convoluted. It's very like the information is very. Um, digestible so like you start off with loki learning about the multiverse shit and so do we and then as loki learns about what's going down and about himself we are also learning about what's going down as well and it's it's very dope how they did it it was it was a well-written show in terms of all that information because it could have gotten very convoluted easily with all the shit that, that they wanted to do now just getting into the thick of it we have new characters that i liked i liked Sylvie, who is you know, who's also variant to Loki, but yeah, she's a female for sure. Variant of him. Yeah, um, she was awesome. We meet, we meet all these other Lokis, like uh, you know, kid Loki. We meet like this older Loki who fucking Richard E. Grant, who's great. Yeah, you know, as, as awesome. like this as an older Loki who presumably won or like uh, presumably like lived on the like. Point is, all these <laughs> other Lokis, you know, we meet <laughs> Owen Wilson. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So all those Lokis are from different uh, multiverses, pretty much from different timelines. So like, though, yeah. yeah, even though they say timelines, like this is multiverse shit. Yeah, like, this yeah, is like, exactly. Like, um, you know, we meet Mobius, Owen Wilson, who is great right from the jump. Another one where we're talking about Marvel casting, where we're like, oh, Owen Wilson, that's a... You know, we were like, oh, they got Owen Wilson? It's that kind of thing where we were like... Loved what? him. <laughs> loved him. Loved him. Loved him. Loved him. He was such an, a great fucking character. Dude, like, they found the right person to bounce off Tom Hiddleston. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You, absolutely. Because, you know, Tom... Tom Hiddleston's Loki can be, like, a little more theatrical and, like, you know, fucking... Because um, he plays it that way. He plays it, yeah. like, a little bit pompous and a little bit um, uppity about it. But then you have yeah. the Owen Wilson, who, you know, who's very good at just being, like, this relaxed, grounded, fucking, like, like cool dude. And, like, you know, easy-flowing, kind of, like, you know, Listen, like, that smooth. Like, like, it's the Wilsons, man. They're good the at just best being smooth thing dudes. to yeah. sum up his character... Was when, um, you know, right in the last episode, pretty much when he's when he's driving the pizza car, right, right, and then Sylvie is running to the car, right, and he, because you know she's gonna about to fucking die, pretty much. So she, he, he, he's driving the car. He opens the door. She gets in. He's driving away, and then he's like, you know, you should be careful jumping into cars with strangers. <laughs> and I'm like, I love you so much. You are fucking great. And that was like Dude. the perfect thing ever. <laughs> Yeah, and then we get the biggest introduction at the end of the show, uh, Jonathan Majors, who, kudos to him, right? Like, Jonathan Majors turned, we've spoken about Lovecraft Country, which unfortunately is not getting a second season. HBO is probably kicking themselves over this now, right? Like, it's like, because now Jonathan Majors can go to Marvel and he's going to be gone forever, basically, from them. Also, him and um, uh, what's-her-name as well, the sister of... um, Yes, uh, yes. Who was uh, also a huge part of the show as well, man. She yeah, was awesome in it. Holy shit, you're right. That's two Lovecraft Country two, people. That two, and they were like, you know what? Lost. Let's grab the best parts of that show <laughs> and bring them over to Marvel. Uh, yeah, because uh, WB already has Journey Smollett in fucking, like, if they want to do Birds of Prey shit. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. She's yeah. tied up with DC stuff. 
Um, yeah, but these guys but like, completely went to the other side um, dude, to Disney. And so and, Jonathan Majors and it was, was revealed to be the dude behind it all. So he's named He Who Remains, who is apparently uh, an amalgam of like the guy, the He Who Remains in the comic, this dude named Immortus, who's also a variant of like the next big fucking villain in this. Kang the fucking conqueror. He's apparently like he could be. Like, he's already bigger than Thanos because, like, he was like, oh, you want the Infinity Stones, Loki? I'll just give it to you. You know, as we find, like, we find out that, like, in this show, that the Infinity Stones are basically that that Thanos, like, we spent 10 years over, you know? Yeah. Like, those, Everyone's those trying to do whatever Thanos was trying to do, pretty much. Like, yeah, yeah. every bad guy in the, in, the, in the universe, in the multiverses, was always trying to take Infinity Stones. Thanos was just the first one who was able to accomplish it, pretty much. And then, but apparently, like, fucking, those are nothing. Like, you get this guy who's above space and time, oh, Casey. basically. Yo, and Casey, um, in the fucking, uh, the guy responsible for holding, like, like all the evidence. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's just got them all in a desk. Like, oh, it's so fucking good. He's like, yeah, you can have like, it, sure. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's there's a lot of good stuff in Loki, but what's most exciting, even like you know, all of that stuff would have been fine if it were just a good show, right? Like, I was like, it, it's got now it's getting a season two and all that stuff. If it were just a show about Loki, you know, finding out this stuff, I would have been just fine. You know, because yeah. I was like, this is a, I was like, this is a good show. But then then they go in the finale and fucking kick it up a notch and are like, oh no, here comes phase four. And I'm like, yep. okay. Because like so at, at the end, he who remains is killed. But then like Jonathan Majors is so fucking cool in that scene, dude, where he's like, I'll see you. I was like, I'll see you soon. You know? Yeah. And he's like, when you think about it, that finale was just them talking to fucking Kang, right? Like they're yeah, talking to it. fucking like, like yeah, yeah. They were a, just a talking barrier. in a room. Yeah, that's it. nothing happened other than them talking in a room. But like, there's so much that fucking he does with that shit. Like, uh, one moment in particular I liked is when he they go past the point where he knows what's gonna happen, and he like kind of stops for a second, yeah. and it's like. I don't know. I just can't wait to see that dude play other variants of himself. Yeah, you know, it's, like. it's uh, I wholeheartedly agree. He was awesome. And it's cool because, as you said, as you mentioned, like he's just a variant of the big bad we're going to get in this phase. Right. He has it all. He has awesome range. Uh, we saw it in Lovecraft and we're going to see it here. So th- this version of um of 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 Kang, quote unquote, he who remains, is this eccentric version of it, right? And I can't wait to see him play the like super the serious conqueror, version of it. Right? yeah. Because as you said too, there's a moment there where everything gets super serious, and I'm like, oh shit. Like, I can't wait to see when you get that serious, serious tone from him. And I'm very excited for him. And I'm so happy for him. I'm happy that uh, he was able to, uh, you know, to get this gig. Because even like, we mentioned it when we first saw the first episode of Lovecraft. We're like, yo, this fucking guy got it, bro. Yeah, we were like, this, this <laughs> He guy looks fucking great. The... He's got fucking talent. Like, shit. Yeah, we were like, this guy's the future. We were like, yeah. this guy's got some big fucking, like, there he goes. Like, but... And Marvel saw that too, and they're like, "No, we want you to be this. This is probably he's probably the key fucking villain in all this shit. Like he's gonna yeah. be the dude. Like I mean, you saw how like just in that backstory of how they like all the variants of of Kang had to pretty much fight to control time and control like the, you know like the multiverses and how everything flows. We're gonna see some crazy shit." <laughs> yeah, we're gonna like, see some now, wild shit because this is not like Infinity Stone magic here. This is like yeah. fucking around with like universal t- kind of power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. And like, not only are we gonna have to deal with like all those Kangs, but then it's like at the end of the show, at the end of the season, we see the timeline breaking out into all this shit, which now technically means everything that's ever happened with Marvel movies is technically part of the fucking, like, canon now. Yeah, it's like, everything. Everything. This goes back to fucking Blade if they wanted to. If they wanted oh, to bring back so awesome. Wesley Snipes, like, I, I think the most exciting thing is that Marvel, like, MCU now can pick and choose little things they liked from the other movies, you know, like, like with Fox's X-Men. If they wanted to bring back Old Man Logan or Hugh, Hugh Jackman's oh my God. Old Man um, Logan, they could do that. Imagine, you know? yo, 
Hugh Jackman would totally reprise Wolverine for Disney. Be like, wait a minute, Disney's Dude, calling. Disney's calling. Absolutely right. And like, you know, and you know, Hugh Jackman loves his fucking musicals. Like, hey, listen, I'll play Wolverine if you let me do fucking all these musicals and shit. Yes, and exactly because it's like you can have you can have his Logan, but then you can also introduce like another new Logan because yeah. it's like it's multiverse shit, right? Like, yeah, it's uh, it's and, awesome. It's 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 very it's very exciting text. It really is. It's, and then now you have the Spider-Man, you know, all those rumors of Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire shit. That might happen. Like, because, you know, fucking, it's multiverse now, right? So it's yeah. like, we, I The know, multiverse of madness. <laughs> I, I think, like, comparing this all to Black Widow, where I was like, man, I'm excited. Like, like going back to that, I'm excited. I wanted to see more of the past. But now I'm like, I want to see what comes next. I'm excited. I'm down. Yeah, uh, dude. Like, and I remember, like, we were so done with Marvel last year at this I point was in time. Done. I, I was, was like, done. I don't want to see anything. Thank God that all the movies were stopped because this horrible pandemic happened. <laughs> I did, I was not in the mood to see any Marvel shows, any fucking Black Widow movie. I'm yeah. like, just give me a break, you know? Like, give me Zack Snyder stuff. This is when the Zack Snyder shit started to pop off. And I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. Let's go back to Justice League because I'm done with Marvel. But now, dude, I'm all in it. One thing I have to say, though, I'm glad I totally remembered. I, I peeped the Eternals trailer before going on air. And I'm still kind of concerned as to where that is going to go. Because it still looks fucking boring as shit. So I'm hoping a second trailer for Eternals would kind of help its cause. Because right now, after watching Loki and knowing where that's going, and then like seeing the Eternals trailer, I'm a little concerned still about how that's going to be represented. Because, you know, after Loki, I'm expecting some like, let's get this shit going, you know? Right. Because like, because Shang-Chi, we know that's going to be like, they could probably place it like in between fucking the blip. They could put that in the blip, right? Like, you could be like, oh, here's his origins movie. So that way, by the time we get him in something else, he's like fully formed and we're like, okay, ready to go. Exactly. Yeah. And it's fine because it's an origin movie. We're not expecting him to start in the middle of the multiverse, right? Like, but now, yeah, with Eternals, if this is when they decided to intervene with the fucking world, it would, it's like, it would make more sense if they were like, it would be easy to be like, okay, well, I guess they didn't bother with Thanos because they were worried about something like this fucking happening. So, yeah. like, maybe, like, maybe, like, but you're right. Like, it's but like, then. It, but then, Tex, that brings up another question. If that's the case, this Kang dude, bro, he was, like, controlling time. <laughs> you know, like... I know. That's what like, I'm saying. Like, it, it's... The TVA itself, that effort, you know, that feat that that he did, because that, that, that's all him, right? The, yeah, like, you're right. That's all he who remains. Like, this guy who's like, all right, my brothers or my variants are just fucking crazier than I am about this stuff. So let me just step in and kind of, you know, just control the shit. That's apparently what happened when they all kind of fought. But, like, think about it. That's wild that everything that had to happen in that timeline, he already knew about all this time. He's like, yeah, like, like, yeah, this happens, this happens. But it was still part of his plan, part of that grand oh, scheme. You're right. Things, so that's you're right. some wild shit. Yeah, because even if even if the Eternals are like godly characters or whatever, this is a dude who's like above that. This yes. is like a, a like, space time fucking being, you know, like this is dude, exactly to the point where like the like those gods are like, no, everything was still going part of the plan. It doesn't matter. But then when this happened and then those all those branches start going off as we see it, like like as you guys uh see the show if you've seen it like there's this graph pretty much which shows how the sacred timeline is supposed to be just this flat line and then branches start you know evolving from it and growing from it as as the multiverses go fucking wild and dude like just to wrap er like everything up and all this conversation um it's an understatement to say that i'm excited about what marvel's doing i'm glad they had this little time to rethink their scheduling of things it i I don't think loki would have hit as hard if it came out last year and then having to wait for all that stuff like like the timeline would have been a little odd i agree but um i'm glad everything came out the way it did in terms of like how the shows came out i'm glad that that the show itself of 
of Loki was just a good show, as you said, Tex. It's a good show with good characters, um, good evolving characters, too, because, like, the whole thing with the TVA is that these people are all variants who were just brainwashed, which, again, like, like goes back to the power of this guy that we're going to be seeing soon. And if he's, like, if he's so, like, omniscient, right, that, like, j- that he knows everything, it's just, like... Listen, I'm just excited. It's just crazy. The concept itself, just just trying to fathom how strong this guy's going to be and what he's capable of doing. Just look at the time shit. Just look at the yeah. time shit. Like, that alone, you're like, fuck. Yeah, it's, you know? it's, hard, it's hard to imagine him going up against, like, fucking... Cat, uh, Anthony Mackie's fucking Captain America, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, ultimately, we're going to get that kind of scene, and it's kind of like, well, let's see where this goes. You know, fucking... I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for that in 10 years. I'm ready yeah. for whatever that turns into. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, they, and it's awesome that they kind of confirmed the Kang thing because um, one of the last scenes we get from the TVA is this grand statue of what looks like a variant of He Who Remains. But if you guys know what Kang looks like and his wardrobe, like he's wearing the suit that Kang had minus the helmet. Um, So I'm like, it's going down tax it's going yeah, down it's- folks um and i hope you're excited because we're excited go watch loki black widow you can save for later but definitely <laughs> check out loki um because it it continues the story like you guys wanted to know what was next after thanos got it this is what's next guys and this looks you know what's great about this text is that it looks the threat looks huge like it yeah. looks immense to the point like yo they're gonna like the og avengers would need avengers themselves <laughs> you know what I mean? because <laughs> yeah. the yeah. threat level is like the scale of the threat is just so oh, immense now dude. that it's oh it's gonna be so awesome by dude. the time dude by the time it pops off we're getting we're not only getting this new avengers lineup whatever it's gonna be we're getting fantastic four X-Men probably like in the next 10 years, 20, like by the Black time Panther came, two as well. Right. Black, whatever Black Panther does, yeah. you know, like uh, Thor ooh, four, right. We got yes, Thor love and like, thunder. By the time we figure out what, what Kang is going to fucking be like, what kind of overall threat we're going to have so many players and pieces in there. Like, yeah. Wanda's really still out it. there, you know? Yes. Like this is it. Like I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm dude. ready. Like I'm ready. It's, Yes, uh, it's far from the way we ended fucking Endgame. I'm, I'm good. ready. <laughs> right? I'm ready. I know SpongeBob's ready. I know you're ready, Tex. Folks, I hope you guys are ready. Thank you so much for listening to episode 75 of The Morgue, an official course Feed podcast. And as always, I'm the guy behind the face, Arturo Padilla. And with me always is my main man producer, Nick Valdez. I hope you guys, uh, you know go back to the archives and check out all the old stuff. There's a lot of content out there for the summer. Um, go back to our last year's content for final girl summer and check that out. That was a cool thing we did for you guys out there for the lack of content. Now we got a shitload of content for you guys go check out the archives. Thank you, Glenn, for the music. Thank you, Del, for the art. Go check out our Facebook, Instagram, our Twitter, go check out the SoundCloud, anywhere you get your iTunes. I mean, your podcast, all that stuff. Go check it out. Stay safe out there. All right. Wear your mask, wash your hands. It's a scary world out there, but we're here to walk you through it.